0: Hello there, and welcome to episode forty-eight of the Gaming Frontier podcast. My name is Guillermo Iscaino. We're your host for today, and I'm, as always, joined by my very good friend Adolfo Aguirre. How are you, my friend? Uh, um, <laughs> what was that? Um,
1: I'm, I'm very, I'm very good. I'm, I'm very, uh,
0: I'm kind of, I don't know, like I'm
1: feeling kind of exhausted, especially today. I'm not mm. sure why. Uh, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm well recovered by now. Uh, from E3. Uh nah, but getting ready for another event in a week, so <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 a bit crazy, but it's uh, it, it's quite a lot of fun to be honest. And yeah, I'm 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 good. Nice, I'm good overall. I'm I'm very good.
0: Ah, then then quick heads up. That's right. Uh you're not gonna be here n- next week, right? Yep. Nope. All right. So uh, expect next episode two weeks from now. Absolutely. Uh yeah. Just just be aware of that. And uh, yeah, as you guys know, uh, we are Gaming Frontier, we are a a YouTube channel dedicated to covering uh, video game news, uh, events, analysis, predictions, and in short, everything that comes to be in relation with gaming and this beautiful industry we are a part of. Uh, We are two Mexican devs who decided to start talking about this publicly in YouTubes, uh, and that's why you're here, hopefully, and we are the best Mexican show That's all about video games. So thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's start today's first discussion, something that I think uh, uh, at least I have uh, been wanting to talk about this for a while now. Uh, And I want to know your opinions first on this. And it comes to relationship to in relation to one of the news of uh, today's show that we're going to be talking about a little later. Uh, But I want to ask you a very, very critical, important question, my friend, about the industry. And I want to know mm-hmm. your opinion about it. Uh, I felt, you uh, know, as as any industry has uh, throughout time, as the gaming industry has grown, uh, there are every time, every year, year after year, more and more properties, more and more games, more and more expansions, more and more content coming uh, uh, our way, right? In yeah. in whichever way or form. Mm-hmm. Do you believe or do you think that we are slowly getting at, you know? an amount, perhaps, of content that it's maybe a little too much mm-hmm. for consumers to actually keep up with. And I say this because, you know, taking just an example for last year, right, we had a mm-hmm. uh, uh, wide plethora of shooters uh, on the, you know, late two quarters of the year with a Battlefield 1, with Call of Duty, with uh, Titanfall, with, uh, uh, I don't know, other titles like Dishonored, which are first-person shooters in a way, or first-person games at least, uh, there's a lot of choice going around, and that's a good thing in, on 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 one part. But on the other, you know, having so many things that you can get, you end up not getting all, and you and that also means that every developer has less of a market share mm-hmm. to actually get yeah. you know their games uh, refunded mm-hmm. to them. So, uh, what do you believe is uh, like our status as an industry? When it comes to the amount of properties or the amount of uh, content that you know people have a, an option to get to.
1: Hmm. What a what a, a good question. What an interesting way to start the show. Like people can even believe that you're smart. That you're smart <laughs> you know, I know, right? With sort <laughs> a sort of question. Good, good impression. Oh, oh and I hit the table. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I kind of agree with you. I think that we are already way past that point where we would be asking the question if there's too much content. I think that that the, the point where there is already too much content it was quite some years ago i think that we are right now in a situation where there is definitely way too much content for us as consumers to actually uh consume all of it uh uh-huh. especially i mean i don't know like it's it's difficult to actually uh analyze it uh, for all people because everyone has a different time availability for games you know uh, like, we have a, a full-time job, so our time our time restriction is a bit more limited. Uh, so our availability for playing more games is less than someone that, say, is not working. Uh, that's person, I mean, someone that doesn't have a job or is not starting anything, you know. Someone like that or someone who is on a long vacation, whatever. Uh, a person like that definitely has uh, m- way more time. To enjoy more games, I don't know. I don't know if it's enough to actually enjoy everything out there. I don't think so, but I don't know. Maybe at least to enjoy everything on the H side, maybe. But if you include Indies, then definitely not. Right. Definitely, definitely not. Uh, but but uh, but also, I mean, there are also people who have way less time to play than us. I mean, uh, e- even e- even myself, when I was uh, when I was in college, I had less time to play games than I have now. Like way less time. So uh, that's why I. I I kind of miss I missed quite a lot of games from last generation that I'm that I'm going back to some of them now because I didn't have time uh, back then and I mean I, I can I can imagine people who have full-time jobs have families a kid to raise a, a house to, to maintain keep I can see why you can only play like two or three big games per year right and yeah, you, you, you put examples of shooters that came last year and then also if you go further back, uh the on uh, twenty fifteen we have a game like The Witcher, Metal Gear Solid Five, and Fallout Four. Yeah, like three big open world games, a hundred plus hours, all three of them, in the same year. Like right. it's, it's crazy. Like you cannot, like you cannot play all three of them. I for like for instance, even myself, that I dedicate most of my free time, like almost all of it, to playing games. I only played two of those of those games. I didn't have time for the third one, which right. was Fallout. So yeah, I think it's it's um. There's way too much content which as you as you said very well, it's both a good thing and a bad thing good thing because that allows us as consumers to really uh, it gives us a choice in, in in what we can play you know uh, like uh, for instance if, if right now let's say I don't have any games with me right now like I don't have any new games that I haven't opened, which is not the case but let's say I'm starting a new like I don't have any game right now. I want to play some new games I, I, and I go, I go into a store or I go into Amazon to buy games. I, every single genre I can think of, I can find not one, but dozens of, of, of options, even hundreds if if, if, I, if I go into the indie territory and that kind of stuff. But I can find dozens of options just among the AAA scene of games that I can play that are, that are what I may like. You know. So uh, for me as a consumer, that is great. Because that just en- j- j- that entices competition, that drives those businesses to make better properties, to make better games, to be more competitive in prices. Except if you're Nintendo, <laughs> but uh, the rest of them <laughs> that makes you more competitive in prices, right. what makes you make better games, uh, also makes you. Um, more aggressive in terms of, 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 of uh, branding and and consumer awareness, you know, that I think is good for the consumer. Uh, the bad side that you mentioned as well is that, well, that creates a more hostile environment as well for, especially for the smaller, for the smaller studios, but, uh, but, uh, but also to some of the bigger properties. I mean, some of the best games and so, so some very, very good games that out there uh, that are, are we know are not doing the numbers that they should be doing and those same games, if they would have been released like 5 years ago, 10 years ago, they would have been blockbusters or they would have been super big titles yeah. like Titanfall 2, like For Honor, you know, those kinds of games. If we had those games before there would be huge properties but they are not right now because the, the landscape is just too crowded yeah. to... Too much shit going on, and I think, I mean, I don't ha- and I don't have any data to back this up really, but I do think uh, that the development industry, the, uh, the industry on the side of development, on the side of properties of products being put out there, is growing at a faster pace, at a way faster pace than the amount of consumers is growing. Right. So if, if you have more properties growing, if you have properties, products growing at a faster rate than the amount of people that are able to play them, then you have a problem in terms of who is going to play your properties. That and also economy plays another factor in it. I mean, you have more products growing, less con- consumers are not growing at the same pace, and also the economy is, is, is slowing down for many people. And it, it, it's not only uh, uh, it's not only a thing, a, a thing of time, but also of money. For, for many 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 people even though games are cheap are right now games are are the cheapest that they've ever been in history uh but also there are way more of them and the economy is not very good especially for the millennial generation who is what who, who, who are who represent a big portion of the gaming industry so yeah it is a problem i think uh, how can we solve that well uh, to be honest I, I don't think anybody really has an answer for that i think uh, because if, if if you see E3, if you see all of these big trade shows, big publishers are, are just putting up, putting out more and more content, you know, and and, and, and and injecting a lot of money into this property. So I really don't know how how can we really solve that issue. I think I think this is an issue that is not only it. This is an issue that doesn't belong only to the gaming industry, but belongs to the economy, really, of of a lot of of a lot of countries, including the U.S. and Mexico. Like if you want people to, uh, to, to, uh, to uh, support more game developers, people need to have more money to do that. People need to have more time. So it's an issue also uh, of, uh, of, uh, of income and it's also an issue of work-life balance and work loss in many countries. Like it's, it's a big issue. It's a big uh, s- I- social and economical issue that I don't think we can solve in, uh, in, uh, in uh, a short term period. Uh, but I hope I hope it can, it, it can get better because I- at the pace that it's going right now, the only thing that I can see happening in the short term again is that uh, students will be c- more and more students will be closing down. Right. So yeah, it's yeah yeah
0: absolutely. I think you nailed that. Uh, um, uh, yeah, there's not really much <laughs> I can add to that. Uh, absolutely correct. Uh, there's a, you know as time goes by, there's ironically less and less time to actually spend on uh, playing new properties or playing new games. Uh, also the more developers there are and I mean it's not a bad thing cuz that you know it's Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where you you kind of see it as a positive or as a negative and and it's actually a positive the other way around too, where you know every every day there are more and more developers and there's more and more people that are actually uh, you know gathering the courage to actually throw themselves into this industry which uh, I mean, I love this industry and this is the the, the place I want to be at, but it's not an easy industry to get into. No. And, and once no. you're in, it's, it's you know, it's it's much easier to actually be pushed out again than it is to actually be embraced and, and brought back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, the more and more people are coming into it, the harder it's going to be to actually stay in it and to actually make a living out of it. And, and that's uh, both. A good thing is there's more, you know, the more people there are, the more games there are, and the more games there are, the more options and the more quality, uh, in a way, or the more, uh, you know, new properties and new ideas and new genres and new everything. But also the more people there are, the more competitive it's going to be for everyone, and that includes indies, that includes AAA, that includes absolutely, you know, everything out there. And for an indie game, maybe it's not as, you know, the the indie scene especially, I think, has still has a a, a lot of... of uh, Room to to grow, actually. Uh, you know, indie games are not as as expensive, and and slowly but steadily, games that are independent are, are you know getting to a point where quality wise, they could be even compared to some of the triple mm-hmm. uh, even though they spent uh, a fraction of what a triple A actually requires to make a game, right? And and obviously, I mean, there's a hell of a lot of things that are uh, you know that I'm I'm uh, omitting from that from that analysis. Uh, but the truth of, of the fact is that you know you you might think of some games right now that you love and you adore and you think are amazing games and you don't really realize that they're independent because mm-hmm. they they really look and feel like a, a, a big yeah. AAA production games like like and, and there's a lot of them in the PC scene like games like Soma, games like you know uh, games I, I, I that's the one that really comes to mind right now but you know games on that, that really look bigger than they actually are, or that feel better than. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying that they're not great, but uh, that feel and look like a triple A, and and that's good for the indie singers. again, that they, they have like this room to actually grow and to to uh, still make back what they spend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for triple A's, on the other on the other hand, and and, and this is not mm-hmm. like a uh, yeah, I I want triple A's to be better always and and to be on top, but this would mean that you know if they're not making back what they're spending on games then that's, you know, the only logical scenario is that there are not going to be any more or, or, or as much A mm-hmm. properties out there because it's not sustainable, right? Exactly. And you have to do something yeah. that's viable at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a tricky, very tricky uh, mm-hmm. uh, scenario or place to be right now for the industry. Uh, there's also a lot, a hell of a lot of things that are missing from this industry. And I don't just mean here in Mexico and, and U.S. And, and I think in general, there's still a sense of uh, lacking of a lot of aspects like uh, like labor unions or like you know mm-hmm. things of that sort that other industries around the world have already you know been through this uh, this very same yeah. uh, steps right of of, of uh, conglomerating too many workers and then how do you pay them yeah, and then how do you treat though. them and then how do you manage working hours because I mean making games it's mm-hmm. turning into a, a machine game um, game making machine where yeah. you have to sp- Bat out a hell of a lot of games, and that sometimes mean almost slaving people to their desks, right? Mm-hmm. To to keep them to keep those right. games coming on a on a steady pace. Uh, so there's a lot of things that are missing, obviously, really from the industry. We're getting there, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it's all as you mentioned a big convoluted, uh, tangled web of things that are uh, definitely not right. Definitely not, uh, you know, entirely solved. Uh, but slowly, hopefully, we start finding a way to actually solvent some of this issues. I believe. I mm-hmm. uh, um, I don't know how, as you mentioned, it's a it's a problem that's a little too complex for yeah. uh, me right now to really wrap my hand around it and, and try and find solutions. But it's uh, something that has to be worked on. That's mm-hmm. that's that's as much as there that I think it's it's a it's a need, right? Um, I don't know if you have anything else. If not, we can move on. Yeah, I think you something.
1: you nailed on a very good point there. I like. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in the gaming industry that needs to be solved. A lot of stuff that needs to be figured out. You know, uh, I think I think this is a key thing because it's not. Let's not forget that the gaming industry, it's super super young. Yeah, like the gaming industry didn't exist at all like forty years ago. Yeah, like forty years ago, like there wasn't a gaming industry by itself. Um, it was. I mean, it it, it wasn't like a, the, the thing that is now. So, uh, I- every single industry takes. A lot of deca- decades, even centuries, to properly establish themselves yes. and to have, a, and to have all of these things figured out in terms of, of a worker. Uh, I'm talking only about worker compensations, but uh, how the production flows, uh, not not company by company, but as an industry standard. I think that we still do not have an industry standard by itself. So it's it's we have some sort of like a blurry image of what it is but it still hasn't hasn't, uh, formed out because the industry is very young and it's very volatile and it's changing very very fast and if it's changing this fast this soon in its life it's still difficult to actually uh, gather information and to have a proper establishment of how will things be going for will be uh, moving uh, going forward so yeah, it's it's a problem that not only involves uh, the inside of the game industry, both on the AAA side, and on the indie side. But it also involves the economy of the country that are participating in the industry, which is basically almost the entire world. Uh, it also involves uh, laws, like the law system. Like like, like I think I think Canada it has taken the leadership on this front. Like Canada is now is the country in 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 the world that has taken the most steps in in terms of. I wouldn't like to say regulating but in terms of establishing proper work conditions by the law f- specifically for the, the gaming, gaming industry. industry yeah so uh that i think that stuff needs to happen uh in the us as well because uh, those those kind of laws uh, they do benefit the workers in many ways in terms of their work-life balance, in terms of their benefits, in terms of their overall quality of life, which is essential if you want to keep people in the industry. It's, that's essential. Like no, it doesn't matter how passionate you are. Like it doesn't matter if you gather the ten most passionate people in the industry in one room. Like nine out of ten are, gon- are, are gonna be out in ten years, right. ten or fifteen years if they if they have a shitty quality of life just because. It's games and, and if they're stuck in their this, right. you know so that's that that's not healthy for anyone so canada is taking some good steps for that i think the us needs to do that as well and i hope i hope it happens uh in terms of mexico for us <laughs> i see that mm-hmm. way more this time you know like we have uh, one of the worst work loss labor loss in the, in, in the entire world which is which sucks but i hope that some of that stuff i mean if, if we follow that trend if we believe the trend then we can definitely believe that it will be changing for the better.
0: You just mentioned something extremely important uh, in, tem- in terms of, of <coughs> how we can start this change, right? And you mentioned the word trend. Uh, and, and, you know, it's very, very important that you mentioned Canada and you mentioned the U.S. and how the U.S. has not yet, you know, fully embraced that, that system or that, that, you know, things that the Canadians are doing right now and they're mm-hmm. doing very well. Uh, U.S., the U.S., the, w- the way the, wor- the world works right now, and, and I'm not here to judge if that's a, a right or a, a good thing or a bad thing, uh, but the way the the world works right now especially the the Western world yeah. which includes uh, you know all of, of Western and parts of Eastern Europe mm-hmm. and and obviously the Americas uh, whatever the us does most of the rest will follow and yeah. and again I'm not here to say if that's good or bad but if the u.s. starts do pushing this uh, you know labor unions and standardization of, of uh work hours and 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 crunch times and all of these issues that are, are pressing the the industry down uh, it's very very likely that then uh, you know other associations are already established like the European game association start doing things like this yeah. even south america has some good parts where you know there are already some good associations uh, devoted to video games and they can start making a change just by mm-hmm. following example and that's a very important thing i think you mentioned the trend uh, mm-hmm. issue it's 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 much easier to start a trend when you are the number one uh country in terms of, of video game development in the world uh, uh or, or maybe not necessarily development but the number one uh, maybe banner for video games or number one banner for uh, the gaming industry which again uh, i believe the us is and uh you know, putting that flag down and setting it on the ground and saying, this is the way things should be, mm-hmm. just as the Canadians have done uh, so far, uh, especially, you know, I mean, Toronto, Quebec, uh, mm-hmm. the province of Quebec, and, and this very, very strong Toronto, um, Vancouver, centers of, of gaming hubs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the US start doing uh, starts doing that with their big places uh, or developing spots, mm-hmm. then it could be a, a, a much easier trend to follow for the rest mm-hmm. of the world, right? Um uh, and yeah I think we're really out of time for the for the discussion so uh I want us to move to the next section of this uh you can really tell that we kind of know some things <laughs> sometimes right we're not that dumb and now my friend I want us to move into a more ranty Scenario here with our next news, which I, I know you're going to recognize. I think I, know. <laughs> I think I know what it is. Go, yeah. go on, go on. Uh, a game that's very dear to us, uh, and we were pretty excited when it we when, when realized it was, was going to be coming out soon enough as a standalone. Mm, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare Remaster was finally announced uh, to be... Uh, to be separated from the Infinity Ward combo package, which was a bounded to uh, prior to now, uh, it's now gonna be released as a standalone game, uh, Modern Warfare Remaster. That's it. It's gonna have its box. It's gonna have its uh, digital downloads on its own. You can buy it just for th- you know just for this game. Problem is that it's not the price tag on that on mm-hmm. that game is not what you might have expected. And I mean, you and I, my friend, we both uh, uh, were, uh, struggling to find the balance between, you were saying 20 bucks, I was saying maybe 30 bucks would be uh, like the right price for the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we missed <laughs> the target. <laughs> we missed it for quite a bit. Yes, the game is it's it's price tagged right now as a $40 game, thirty nine ninety nine. What do you think of that? <laughs> no. Also,
1: that to add to that information, uh, it doesn't include the variety map. That's right. That's right. So it's as a campaign and the sixteen yes, vanilla. Yes, the vanilla. Pyramid. Yes,
0: absolutely. That's bullshit. <laughs>
1: bullshit. <laughs> I, I I don't think I think there's no other way to put that. I mean, if there's people who are willing to spend forty bucks on on, on this game, even though the Infinite Warfare for Legacy Edition is, is is on sale for like fifty something, I mean that's up to you. Uh, but forty bucks for uh, a a two thousand seven game 10 year old game that 10 year old game without without a clc no like no like it's no it's it's way too much um i i i I can see why activision is doing that because i mean i I think they know uh, they started this stuff and i think they're sure that that they know that there's people that a lot of people who will get into this for 40 bucks i hope not I hope that people do not buy this game and so that they have they force them to lower the price tag of the game to go on sale sooner. I don't know if that will happen, but 40 bucks no, that, that's that's way too much. I mean, Crash Bandicoot is coming in three weeks, the, the trilogy three games, 40 bucks, yeah, 40 bucks. Yeah. And those are not like th- those are not 10 year old games uh, that they just read redid textures and that. Say like those are like 20 year old games yeah. you know to tw- a 15 20 year old games there's like older games uh, yeah. where they put a lot more work on it so you like
0: don't even have to go that far I mean last year last, last year ReCore or two years ago no last year yeah. uh, ReCore was a, a new IP a new mm-hmm. game from uh, you know people that made Metroid Prime yeah. and, and a long time producer of Prime 2 working on, on the game and it was a new IP and it was something different and something fairly entertaining. Mm-hmm. And the game, the game, the game's price tag was 40 bucks.
1: 40 bucks, yeah. NAC2 is also becoming at 40 bucks. Yes. And uh, that's a new game. That's a new right. game with, with a co-op and no, 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 like that's doesn't, it's uh, the, vo- the value proposition of this product is not enticing at all. Like it's not, it's not calling, it's not calling me. I don't think it's calling you either. And I don't know who it is calling because I mean, you know, the internet uh, can be very toxic and at times. But I haven't seen this. I haven't seen a single person like getting excited for this after after any other price tag. I haven't seen anyone.
0: <laughs> to be fair, I yeah. haven't seen anyone excited for Call of Duty in a very very long time. I mean, other than the initial like trailers yeah. and it's like couple of comments going, "Oh yeah, this looks cool," but most of the you know general opinion on the internet yeah. for Call of Duty it's generally negative. We never see that reflected on sales ever. We never see that. It's very
1: popular to hate the franchise. Yes. Also, I did hear a lot of good stuff from Call of Duty World War II E3. from people who Hmm. play the game. Right. I've heard all good stuff Hmm. of of that game from people who are not big Call of Duty fans. So I'm excited about that. You know, I'm excited about hearing the good, the good stuff. I also heard that I think yeah you will like this. That uh, some people got into a, a behind. Behind closed doors, uh, demo, demo the single player, right. and they say that they 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 these people said that the game is very brutal, hmm. like in terms of the violence. Okay, like it's shocking. Nice, like it's very very shocking. It. Like it is like like World of War was, you know, but like right. it's very yeah. very visceral, very. Yeah, it's shocking. Like <laughs> it, it's very real. In as, that World, sense. II as World War Two would have been exactly. Right? You know, like like any war, to be honest. But we really we associate World War Two to to being brutal and being right. bloody and yeah. being uh, just sick, you know. Yeah. And and I've heard this from World War Two, so I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when going back to, to the modern warfare thing, I don't know who I don't I, I I don't think that this is a good price point at all. Yeah, I agree. But you know maybe it maybe it is or it will be working for them i don't know
0: i mean i'm i'm sure it's going to be working I'm, I'm sure a hell of a lot of people is going to buy it anyway i'm sure uh, because they 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 don't do this blindly right? as you said they they study the market they know yeah, what absolutely. people are willing to pay for uh, for this game but you know it's it's just it's almost sickening to me that you know what this says about how they treat their own franchise right i mean if this game is 40 bucks then that means that how much is infinite warfare worth to them right Mm. the remaining 20 nothing it's 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 i don't know it's it's a very weird message that they're sending with this and i understand that i mean they they obviously and maybe even links and i'm I'm not trying to advocate for for activision in this one but it might even link to what we were just talking about right i mean obviously infinite warfare did not as great as other i mean it did amazing but it did not as amazing as maybe other uh, call of duty titles did beforehand right and uh that slight decline in sales means that you have to push your 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 property in some other way and if that means uh gutting uh infinite warfare legacy edition and then throwing the the remastered part of it to the to the world out Mm -hmm. there as a standalone and and getting a buck out of that then that's what what they're gonna do and i mean it's a business at the end of the day but it's i don't know it's it's for me would have been better because i mean they would have done money even if it was 20 or or mm-hmm. 30 bucks, right?
1: If it was 20 bucks, I, w- I I w- I would bought it by now. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely. Be playing it.
0: And and I'm sure their analysis uh, told them that 40 was the, you know, the the max profit possible. Yeah. Like for for profit margin, that was their the the, the yeah. number the, the number player to go to. More, more profit. Yes. Yeah. But I think that they are really not seeing or not uh uh concentrating on the message that that price mm-hmm. point also sends, yeah. right? because a 20 a 20 dollar game or a 30 even i mean i was really considering the 30 uh box game a a 30 or a 20 box game says a whole different story than Mm -hmm. a 40 game right i mean a game at 40 bucks Mm -hmm. really feels like a a, uh repay me for this game that you already know and you already Mm -hmm. played in this 10 year old game whilst 20 really feels more like a Okay, people want this as a standalone. People have been asking for this standalone. Let's give them, yeah, let's give, give them that. what they want mm-hmm. by separating it from the other game. And mm-hmm. and you know, I can see Infinite Warfare being a forty-dollar game, and the additional Modern Warfare Remaster being the remaining twenty, and that's your sixty bucks for Infinite Warfare Legacy yep. Edition, right? Uh, which is the current price point prior to discounts mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, with 40 bucks, it just feels like a ripoff, And I, I, I you know, I yeah, don't like
1: that. That's the word. It feels yes. like a ripoff,
0: And I don't yes. like Activision doing that. It's, it's not the only instance of this happening and, and Activision is great at doing this throughout time. And it's, I don't know, I just, I, I my disliking for Activision's uh, practices is is, is, is true. And it's a fact that's been, you know, going on for some while mm-hmm. now. And uh, this just goes to, to really cement the idea again in my head. So
1: mm-hmm. I think this is a very bad PR move. Yeah. In terms of PR, I think this is bad. This is awful. Financially speaking, it may be the right I move. I, I don't know. Like I hope not. I really hope the game does bad. And I think this, this is an awful thing to say for a gaming fan and for a game developer. Like, I think this is bad to say. But I really want them to be more consumer friendly i really want them to uh to turn uh, to, to 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 stop turning their back to towards consumer friendly approaches and be and being like being the good guys again you know yeah so yeah I, I i don't like this and also i mean just keep this in mind this is 40 bucks you know a 10 year old game is 40 bucks so the difference between a 10 year old game and a new call of duty world war ii game it's 20 bucks, 20
0: bucks. yeah what? <laughs> yeah like really <laughs> what does that say about the franchise again exactly
1: right? exactly it's it's super super odd but as, I, I mean i think that um if someone can get away with it with a shit thing like this i think it's activation to be honest with
0: color video yeah yeah it sucks it sucks it truly does mm-hmm. uh but again that's our take on it mm-hmm. uh, if you guys are um, you know willing and, and want to be to, to buy the game yeah. you can do so on PlayStation 4 starting June 27th yeah. uh, it's gonna come to Xbox one on a later date because of the you know exclusivity <laughs> deal yeah. I, I I don't know if I really read it or not uh, I believe it's a month mm-hmm. after just so. as DLC yeah. uh, which would make it July 27th yeah. for you Xbox fans out there Xbox uh, Call of Duty uh, buying mm-hmm. people out there. Uh, as you mentioned, it's going to have the full remastered campaign and the 16 base maps. Yeah. Uh, so that means no variety Mac pack for uh, this um, iteration of the standalone thing. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be, uh, the, the game is going to be taking a, a seasonal event, a five week seasonal uh, event thing that where they're going to be giving XP and, and, and special items thing, right? and stuff. Sorry? The summer thing? Yeah, it's called um, Days of Summer, I think. So Call of Duty Days of Summer, yeah. yes. Uh, which is I don't know some incentive to buy the yeah, game. And RV, they, I guess. they
1: they 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 added or I don't think I don't know if they added or they modified a map on the game, a modern warfare. Hmm. I think it was bog, hmm. map bog. I think it was that one, and they changed the setting of the map to being like daylight and in the beach.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: it's, uh, so uh, yeah, it it's a bit it looks odd because because th- that is a map that is that is <laughs> night time. I,
0: I was just gonna say that I I, I, I don't like the idea. Mm-hmm. I I really like the original, original bug a lot. Because so it's dark and uh, it's yes, night time exactly it,
1: uh, playing hardcore search and destroy on that one because you can see a lot because it's super super dark. Yeah, and That's you you fun. have
0: incentives incentives for uh, for yeah. taking a sniper and maybe hiding on the yeah. on the you know the trash piles and mm-hmm. all that. So it's
1: now you have a beach at the side and it's sunny mm. and. There are like They're just all all of all of the terrain is sand, right? And they're like like color buckets, you know, like a
0: beach. Right, but is it like toys? a a replacement for the uh, I'm not sure. or is it like an I extra map? I don't know because I remember on World War there was uh oh I can't remember the the the, the name of the map, but it had a, a night version and a day version, uh, mm-hmm. uh, a nighttime and a and a daylight time. Uh, I don't remember the name though. It's it was on the beach mm-hmm. also and it was you know th- there was water on one side and there's mm-hmm. this very odd looking cabins on the rest of the mm-hmm. map it was a very good map yeah. it's actually where you start the campaign the campaign starts on that area of the map mm-hmm. or, or that area or that ah, map know, level which, well, you're
1: talking about but the, i can't
0: remember the name but it well, also yeah. had a, a two versions yeah. of it. If it's something like that, if they give us uh, an extra map, which is inspired by this one on Daylight, then mm-hmm.
1: it's okay. Yeah. But if it's, if it's a replacement, then I, I yeah, I don't, I don't, I anyway. don't
0: like that. I really like the original bug 100%. a lot, a lot, a lot. hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on other news, uh, some other um, uh, studio out there, the Respawn Entertainment, hmm. uh, speaking about DLC, they uh, announced that they are releasing a... Um, uh, new map pack or a new uh, free DLC for Titanfall 2 nice. which includes a new map mm-hmm. and uh, a cool addition that people have been asking a, a, a lot for which is a third weapon slot mm. so now you don't have to choose between taking a, a secondary pistol or a, 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 an anti-Titan uh, loadout mm-hmm. uh, which is great because now you can have your your anti-titan weapon and also two weapons, uh, primary and a secondary, and that that you know yeah. really changes a little bit of the dynamic in the game. It
1: changes a lot, really. Yeah. changes a lot of the balance. Yeah. Ooh, I, I mean. I Which is say, interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, because I, I I've never used a pistol in Titanfall.
0: Yeah, I don't think because me. Because yet, I I always take my anti-titan. Titan, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, that that that's, that sounds fun.
0: And it's cool because now I I want to go and play. I want to yeah, go and too. and and you know see how it changes how with it, changes, right? Change the gameplay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and also, I mean, a new map, and and unlike uh, you know coming from the bad news with uh, Call of Duty, this is entirely free. Mm-hmm. So it's free DLC. You Yay. get to to play it all you want. Uh, you don't need anything other than downloading it. Get the guy it. respawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really. I mean, respawn is uh, on a on a side note. Respawn is is slowly becoming one of my favorite mm-hmm. like developing houses. Uh, uh, especially mm-hmm. with the you know the announcement last year that they're making a Star Wars game, mm-hmm. and that's like. Ooh, Okay, and mm. it's combat centric, and it has lightsabers. And it's like, okay, what are they gonna do with this?
1: Go and play Titanfall too, really like. Yes, if please you, do. If you haven't played that game, go play it. Buy the game. Support these developers. These are the kind of these are the the, the developers that need support. Absolutely. Like, like cause they are making the right things, and uh, we uh, as our, as uh, we as the gamers and gaming community, we have been, we have spent years upon years just bitching about DLC and microtransactions and that kind of stuff, it's yes. complaining. Now, I mean, let's be. Let's now let's talk with the wallet, You know, like we punish developers uh, who have done stuff that we haven't liked. Now let's uh, let's uh, support developers who who actually paid attention to our comments and, and are giving us what we want. Absolutely, uh, defi- 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 definitely support Final Two, and it's a great game. It's a fantastic game. Like you're not buying a game just because you want to support someone. It's a it's a great game. It's one yeah. of the best games of last year. Absolutely.
0: I agree, hundred percent. Sadly enough, again, <laughs> it was uh, uh, somehow affected by, again, having so many good games, don't get me wrong, so many great games last last, uh, last two quarters mm-hmm. that it, it didn't really yeah. got the sales, uh, um, as much sales as it could have, because it was a, a, a very good uh, uh, sequel for uh, Titanfall 1. But that's how things are, right? Now, my friend, I think this is a news that's going to be uh, very interesting. You actually already... Talked a little about something that's related to this news last year. Uh, I'm going to get to that in a second. Uh, but for you Nintendo Classic fans out there, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, a, a, as you know, uh, last year Nintendo released the Mini uh, NES. or the What was the, the, the official title? It was an the NES uh, Mini N- or NES Classic. W- Classic. There you go. Yeah, thank you. The which the was the a NES miniature Classic. version of the NES, mm-hmm. uh, which you can take with you and play around. And it was a, a neat thing. Uh, Nintendo is now actually uh, releasing, as you guys know, uh, a similar version or a classic edition of the SNES. Mm-hmm. Titled, officially, has a very odd title uh, Nintendo Classic Mini, Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm-hmm. That's the original yeah. official uh, title for this. It's yeah. a, a, a mini mm-hmm. SNES, mm-hmm. Uh, which is cool. The price tag is a little odd, which mm-hmm. is a uh, uh, suggested retail price of 80 bucks mm-hmm. or $79.99. Mm-hmm. And uh, 120 Australian dollars, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, 80 euros in the in, in Europe, mm-hmm. which is a, a steep, uh, in my honest opinion, mm-hmm. uh, price tag for a 20-something year old mm-hmm. console. Uh, but nonetheless, it comes with as as the as the, you know following the same example as the NES last year, uh, comes uh, with a plethora of games already installed. Uh, games that I'm going to read to you right now. And one of them is going to be a very interesting one. Uh, so the list includes Contra 3, The Alien Wars, Donkey ah, Kong good Country. One, good one. Yeah, both of them. are. I mean, Earthbound also. I mean, all of the games are amazing. <laughs> all of these phenomenal. games are phenomenal. Uh, Earthbound, the original. Good. Final Fantasy 3. Good one. Yes. F-Zero, which you know, the yeah. starting point yeah. of, of, of an amazing franchise. Kirby Superstar. Good one. Kirby's Dream Curse. Good one. I haven't played that one. I don't no, really know no, neither- what, what it, yeah. I mean, Kirby, Kirby Superstar is amazing, but Kirby yeah. Dreamers, I don't really know what it is. I'll link to the past, which, I mm-hmm. mean, top-tier Zelda games out there. Yeah. Uh, Mega Man X. Excellent game. Yes. Uh, Secret of Mana. I haven't played that excellent. one either.
1: It, yes? It, it, it's a cool classic. Definitely. Oh, cool. It's, 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 if, you want, if you like RPGs, it's...
0: I've heard about it, but I've really never actually it's got an to RPG- play it.
1: It's an RPG that you must play. Nice. It's, it's right there with... Okay, it's right there with Chrono Trigger in one of the w- it's, it's wow. a legendary. All right, thing. it it didn't gather that much attention back then as Chrono Trigger or mm-hmm. Final Fantasy, but it's on the same level. Like it's it's a good le- it's a good one.
0: Is the main character similar to uh, Chrono Triggers in in terms of the aesthetic uh, of the it's, it's anime? I mean, you know, it's inspired. Okay, I think, I think similar. I've seen it. I think I've seen it. I'm not entirely sure. S- it's likely. It's likely, I'll I'll give it a go one of these days. Yeah, um, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper mm-hmm. Fighting mm-hmm. <laughs> which is also on the Switch on the Switch <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh man Super so Castlevania 4 the best Castlevania game absolutely absolutely agreed I'll, well
1: it's Rival by Symphony of the Night but it's but the, but it's, it's it's a masterpiece. Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm just waiting for you to get to that one.
0: <laughs> Super Golden Ghosts. Can't S- play that one. Yeah, me either. Super Mario Kart, amazing. Uh, yeah, love it. Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars.
1: Probably uh, it's it's among my top. Five favorite RPGs of all time. Oh wow! Love the game.
0: Wow, I mean, it's a it's a great game. I, I don't know if I would put it that high up on my RPG. On have my you played RPG? Least I have. RPG. I have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I love I love it's
1: it. it. It's the RPG that set in stone Paper Mario.
0: Right. Exactly. Who
1: in turn set in stone the Mario Luigi franchise. I haven't played so any of the Mario Luigi either. franchise. I haven't an either, and I must. Hmm. I, I know that I must. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it's the the RPG game that actually put Mario Motion on the RPG genre. Right. So it's a very it's a very key title in yeah, gaming. Yeah, absolutely,
0: absolutely, yes. I agree. Uh, you couldn't be missing out Super Mario World. It's a uh, legendary. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh Super Metroid, obviously. Super Metroid,
1: <laughs> the best sixteen bit game full time. If you do not agree with me, fuck
0: <laughs> off. <laughs> Sorry. Super Punch uh, Out, Punch Out, which is a series that yeah. we haven't seen in a very long time. And uh, Yoshi's Island, and finally best,
1: best 2D be platformer from Nintendo. Yeah,
0: you like uh, you've mentioned that Yoshi is your favorite uh, 2D platformer yeah. uh, game, right? Yeah. Yoshi games. I, are I your like, favorite I like that
1: they are very exploration based, mm-hmm. unlike mm-hmm. Mario, who is very like uh, Mario is more focused on timing, right? You know, and, and, and being fast on in many action, ways. Action, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like I like that a lot as well, but I I I prefer Yoshi's approach on being. Uh, on exploring and finding stuff and taking your time, I, I like
0: that approach better. Absolutely, and finally, closing off the list: Star Fox Original, it's a great game, yeah and Star Fox 2. <laughs>
1: uh, this is this this so unexpected. Like, I don't think anybody could have predicted something like this. Uh, if, if, absolutely if you agree. don't know about this game, this game didn't exist, you know. This is a game that was in development back in was the actually project, completed. Was actually completed yeah. or almost completed. I'm not yeah. sure. Like it was ninety nine percent on. Right. It was ready for, for, for release, basically. And they is cr- they scrapped the project because they wanted to uh to instead focus on the Nintendo sixty four which was about to come out or, or already came out. I think it was every, every everything yeah. was moving toward the N sixty four. So they scrapped the project and moved towards Star Fox 64, which and Star Fox 64 took a lot of the years and stuff that was happening on Star Fox 2. Right. So that game just was chilled and uh, to never to to and just basically never seen again, you know. And <laughs> we <laughs> and it's getting released like twenty <laughs> plus years yeah. later, like yeah. twenty
0: five years later. It's coming out. <laughs> fuck. Amazing, it, it's right? <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> right, yeah. the little things, man. I mean we uh, were talking about yeah. this in 2017 yeah. <laughs>
1: About Star Fox 2 Star, Fo- Star Fox was trending on Twitter that day Really? Like, you could have guessed <laughs> that Star <laughs> yeah. Fox would ever trend on again On Twitter, yeah, yeah, again, yeah Again, like <laughs> I think I think this game is making more noise than Star Fox Hero on Probably, probably, on yeah I wouldn't doubt
0: it I yeah. wouldn't doubt it and uh, yeah, I mean, we I, I mentioned this that you. This is super cool. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I love this. Uh, we I, I was mentioning that we've already talked about this a little because we we spoke about it last year, uh, when a fan made remake of uh, of Star Fox Two came out and Nintendo shut it down. Mm-hmm. And you know, at the time it was like, oh come on, Nintendo, why you do this? And the same happened with a uh, Metroid, with a Metroid mm-hmm. remake, a, Metro, uh, remi- a fan made remake of Metroid Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ma- that makes a lot of, makes of sense, sense right? <laughs> Both of them. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy. I'm really happy to see this. And I'm really intrigued as to uh, – because I've never seen I – n- I knew that there was already a version out there or that there have been a, a lot of versions out there that were obviously inspired on the original and came out, uh, quote-unquote, illegally on, online. Uh, now I'm really – I didn't really got to see them. So I'm really intrigued to see how uh, Star Fox 2 plays – and that would be a very, very good incentive for me to actually think about getting a, a, a Super SNES uh, mini classical version, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I never thought, I mean, I, I knew the, the games were great, but I really never thought, really thought about actually considering getting it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm actually on yeah. that fence position, right? I, I want to, mm-hmm. but I don't really know if I should. Do all of all of these titles are
1: phenomenal. Yes, absolutely play games absolutely um being fair in terms of the price point uh, if you want physical copies of these games uh, I mean you cannot get a copy of pound. It's, it's impossible a physical yeah copy, it's impossible uh and a lot of these games are very expensive if you want to get them physically like very 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 expensive so in that sense it's actually an excellent price point now if you if want if to you play the game exactly because
0: if you want to have them you exactly. have to have to look for now the if anyway. you
1: want if you're talking about the price points digitally then it's more like a it's more on par with with what they're uh, selling for it also includes two controllers the the the, the, the yeah i, I, I was the gonna box. get to that yeah yeah and uh, it's two controllers which is great for for mario kart f-0 you know right. those kinds of games um i definitely want one however I'm on the position that Nintendo, you better sort your shit out with, with stock, you know? Yeah. Because I don't have the time nor energy nor commitment to hunt down a piece, a box, you know, to hunt down this. Like, I don't want to drive four hours <laughs> just a, a, and stay in line, like, in a, on the morning. Like, no, man, I got stuff to do. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that. And it sucks that Nintendo is 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 treating these products with that approach, like because I really I really want to give them the money. Yeah. But I think that it's 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 their responsibility as as manufacturers to actually uh, adapt to the to the consumers, not uh, not the other. No, way, the other way, way around. around. Yeah, I
0: absolutely. Agree.
1: So like, if I can go to Walmart or if I can go to Target or if I can go into Amazon and pick one or shop order one for the for four eighty eighty dollars, then yeah, sure, give me one. No problem. Yeah. Like I wouldn't even think about it twice where if I see one for eight dollars. I want to buy it, but I'm not gonna hunt down. Yeah, like th- this. This I agree. This kind of. It's it's exhausting. Yeah. For for consumers and it, it it burns out. I think many people. Uh, and I'm I'm, I'm saying this in relation to the switch as well because it, it's burning a lot of people out. It's it's kind of burning out as well. So, yeah, I don't have really time for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially when so you know
0: stuck. the problem it comes when. If this was like a an industry standard ish thing, if, yeah. if every new console that comes out was this hard to get, then I would understand it. But you know, you have no excuse when your competitors are able to stock PS4s and Xbox Ones without that much of a problem and and i mean i got my xbox one they want no problem yeah i got you got uh no you didn't got who got someone i knew got uh, a ps4 they won mm, and it came who, out who, yeah. without a problem and
1: uh, and you could get one easily and it was
0: uh, yeah, absolutely. And right now there's no stock problem yeah. anywhere, not even for the new one, not even no. for the PS4 Slammer, the uh, even though it's now the standard yeah. PS4 or the Xbox One S. And I'm sure that Xbox One X is not going to be in that much yeah. trouble for stocking either. And I got I got my Xbox
1: One. I got my I got a special edition of of, of the Xbox One. Right, huh, so that's true, the white no one. No problem. Yeah. No problem. That's I right. it on Amazon for 30 for $300 and yeah. that was, was it? The PS4 I ordered here in Mexico, like no problem, order it for a fair price point. You cannot do that with any the product right now, exactly. Especially here in Mexico, exactly. you cannot do that. Yes. So, it's like I, I, I'm not willing to spend six hundred dollars for a Switch. Yes, you know, I, I agree, hundred percent. That, that's, that's, that's not fair. Like yeah. that's that's not, that's not a smart thing to do. So, and I, I'm also not willing to spend. I, I, I didn't get an any as mini because of the same reason. Like it was way too expensive. Um, the Super NES, the Super NES Mini, it's more enticing to me because those games speak a lot to yeah. me, all of them, uh, and I really want to play all of them again, especially Super Metroid, like yeah, yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> the, thing the same. I, I really want to play that game again, and, and, Star, Fox uh, too. and Star Fox too, Star Fox two as well, and yeah, a lot of them, and mm-hmm. and, and, and of Man, um, I I I wanna I wanna get into that as well, uh, but yeah, I, I they they need to sort this talk out. Definitely. If if, yes. if if they cannot like, I'm I'm not willing to. Yeah, uh, to yeah. Enthusiasm thing, yeah. will fade out. Yeah, I agree, hundred uh, percent. So yeah, just
0: uh, uh adding up to the point you already mentioned, uh, the SNES Classic will come bundled with uh two wired SNES Classic controllers. Uh, there's not word exactly. There's no exact words on how long that wired controller length is gonna be, but the Nintendo's announced that it's going to be longer than the that last year's yeah. classic NES, uh, which is not saying much, <laughs> but uh, h- at least hopefully they've, uh, understand that it's a problem that it's not a long cord, right? Cause I mean, uh, they, it has to be long. It has to be much, much longer than it was with the NES, the classic last year. Uh, also for the, it's going to become, uh, it's going to come bundled with an HDMI cable and a USB power cord, power cable, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a difference with the U.S. and the European version, uh, where the U.S. version has or uh, comes bundled with an AC adapter needed to plug the USB cable into the power. Uh, the European version has not that AC adapter, which is weird. Uh, but the European version comes bundled with the, uh, uh, you know, uh, the original design for the controllers and the, I think the console 2 as well is going to be maintained for mm-hmm. for that region. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, they're going to get their own like aesthetically speaking their own version of the uh classic SNES so that's that's cool and uh and that's it yeah let's uh let's be happy that we get to play new games <laughs> <laughs> new 25 year old games and uh i think moving on to the last one of this uh of this show cuz we're running out of time uh Arcane Studios president Rafael Colantonio, I'm sorry if I butchered that name. <laughs> I think you <yeah>, <laughs> did. Probably, uh, announces its departure from Arcane. Uh, he was the director on both the Prey and Dishonored franchises. Mm-hmm. And uh, it probably also, again, once again, uh, uh, um, uh, comes into. Uh, into union or comes into uh, the same point that we were talking about earlier, where you mentioned actually a, a time frame where uh, you know directives and executives are not gonna be lasting more than ten to fifteen years, and uh, industry the way the industry is right uh, now. And
1: programmers, and artists, and everyone really. Yeah,
0: uh, absolutely everyone. Uh, I, I I say executives because I mean obviously he is the president okay, of, right or, or he was the president right. of, of Arcane. Uh, he spent gosh. eighteen years on the company from uh, 1999 to uh, 2007. That's not
1: 2007.
0: Sorry, 2017. 2017. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, eighteen years. And uh, he was there for the merging with uh CeniMax, mm-hmm. which is you know uh, Bethesda's mm-hmm. uh, parent, parent company. company yeah. And uh, he again he directed uh, both Dishonored One, Dishonored Two, Prey, mm-hmm. the new one, which has a lot of praise. Uh, But he now, uh, and the reason for his departure is that he has to reflect.
1: (laughs) You realize that pray, which has a lot of praise,
0: really. No pun intended.
1: (laughs) You know, I I got super confused. (laughs) because i was uh, I, I was thinking of the plural of praise i just stopped listening to everything you said after that and i was like wait, pra- wait, pra- wait pra- what? <laughs> what what <laughs> how I, I don't know if you're really, like but i just started looking at the wall just thinking <laughs> like,
0: what what kind of praise yeah. are there in praise? <laughs> And pray and, and then it hit me oh praise critical praise oh got it <laughs> i didn't even notice that i didn't even like it just spread out of my my <laughs> mouth uh but yeah again pray uh, which got a lot of praise as well as, as uh, dishonored and dishonored 2 which were also very uh acclaimed uh great, great game both of them i'm playing dishonored 2 right now and it's phenomenal and i played dishonored one it was a really great game mm-hmm. Uh, but he's stepping down because he has to, and and this is quote I quote here. Uh, he has to reflect on what is important for uh, his life, mm. uh, which generally means you know focusing on your family, yeah. focusing on on other things that are obviously yeah, outside that of the industry. Basically, it
1: means I, I work too much and I need yes. time for myself. Basically, uh, I can relate to that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so uh, so yeah, I mean he uh, uh, he's gonna be putting uh, uh, I missed the name Harvey Smith who was a co-director with him on Dishonored uh, to actually oversee things while this transition is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's sad to see people uh, that has some, you know, some some important work uh, going on in the industry. Obviously, these games have been big hits uh, on, on the industry. It's sad to see these people go. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to things like this, like family, like, uh, you know, putting your life in order and, uh, you know, prioritizing uh, the rest of the things outside of work, it's perfectly understandable, Not and it's bit. it's uh, someone that's probably gonna be missed. I mean, I never knew him, but I, I'm sure th- he's gonna be missed from the studio. I mean, 20 years there—it's a very long time. Yeah. Uh, but it's good that he, you know he he uh, stepped down still on a uh, a good moment to still you know be able to share uh, with his family all of his mm-hmm. success and all that. So it's it's sad to see him go, but I, I guess it's it's good, right? Yeah,
1: fam- family is a uh, a very it's a very important thing for every one of yeah. us, and it's something that we. Have only one of them, and uh, we should take care of them. I, I think family is first, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I absolutely. I think he made, I mean, we don't know the situation, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like a right, a right move, a right? Decision.
0: Absolutely. Right. I, I mean, after spending 18 years in yeah. a company like that, yeah. I would assume that you have, you know, a good financial financial sustent and oh. uh, you're set up.
1: And that that this also speaks a lot about the problem that we were talking, yes, before. yes, I yes, mean, yes, I just said, it's it's this stuff needs to be sorted out and figured out so that people do not have to leave yeah. their cool jobs because they don't have time for for the for the family for themselves right like this needs to be solved asap
0: yeah mm. absolutely agreed uh, on a side note uh, with arcane i think arcane is is uh, slowly but again steadily uh, growing up or growing out to be um some of the uh, most influential studios mm-hmm. uh, no. of of recent years uh, both with uh, Prey and, and Dishonored. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do very good quality work, and that's something that, you know, from new studios coming around, it's, it's a little tough to find. Uh, I mean, Respawn is another good example of a, a, a studio that came out of nowhere, really. And uh, just like the... <laughs> it's, it's the very same story with all of the studios where uh, people left even bigger studios mm-hmm. to uh, form smaller studios, which then on uh, on its turn grew up to be <laughs> big studios again. So it's... Uh, a very interesting, like, uh, uh, you know. <coughs> Sorry, I am trying to kill a, a mosquito here. <laughs> there you oh, go. you did it! Yeah, yeah, I did. Nice. <laughs> um, so it's a uh, again, it's a it's a well known story, and I'm glad that Arcane is going places, and it's uh, I'm really happy to see because I really want to see more games like uh, Prey and Dishonored uh, around, especially if there are new APs, right? Like mm-hmm. Dishonored was uh, in 2012, and like uh, Prey, sort of is uh, after the quote-unquote reboot of the Mm -hmm. franchise uh, last year and uh, uh, that's it that's it my good friend we've had another show on our pocket now Mm -hmm. it's time for you to answer a super random quick interview question i refuse (laughs) oh (laughs) i was not expecting this scenario (laughs) shoot your question my friend is and uh, for you guys that don't know uh, this question, this, this uh, section, we, uh, ch- we we ask our co-host a, a question, which they know nothing uh, about, so that they are uh, kind of on this spotlight for a second there trying to think of, a, of an answer on the spot. And for you, my friend, this week, it's going to be, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about uh, studios and people leaving and, and how the industry is hard and all this, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, that means that a lot of, of and I'm going to take uh, Arcanes as an example, that some uh, uh, higher positions on, on uh, important studios are going to be opening up. Mm-hmm. So figure uh, or, or imagine yourself in a position where you could potentially, and this is ov- obviously fictional, uh, place yourself on that uh, important position mm. in an in a important studio. And it could be any studio of your choosing. Uh, or publisher. Or, or publisher okay. or anywhere. No, let's keep it on, on studios. Studios. Only, only developing oh. studios. Uh, if you could put yourself on an important position on any studio you wish, hmm. which one would be and why?
1: You screwed up with me. <laughs>
0: anyway, yeah, I, 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 I thought that would be too easy. I mean, I, yeah. uh, on a publisher, I think there are very, very neat choices, which I really just uh. jump into, right? Yeah. Studios is a little harder.
1: Because the first, w- the first one that came to mind, I'm gonna ignore your, your, your role. <laughs> uh, and then, um, then, I com- and then I'm coming absolutely. with the first one that came to mind was Adam Boyce's position at PlayStation. Right. When he left, uh, he was in charge of developer relations. Right. Of uh, developer and publisher like partner relations. That was like, I think it is still. I mean, uh, it, 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 obviously can change. But I think now it, it can, it, it is kind of like my dream job, maybe. Right. Like uh, that, that, that kind of stuff. Nice. Um
0: now this this are uh let's assume that there's a, a free position in every studio in every you studio. don't have to choose one that's actually like free or available because someone left
1: uh-huh. uh but now if we if if we, if we have to go down to studios yeah probably oh man. well, the first one that came to mind mm-hmm. was a position at its software, okay. It's software. Two main reasons. The first one, because it's Doom. You know? Right. It, it, it's a franchise that I really, that really speaks to me. and That, that I really wish I could I could be part of you know, mm-hmm. and support that development, support that game. That's fair. Uh, the second one, and this is an odd one, it's because it's in Texas. <laughs> and let me let me be clear on why I like that. Okay. Uh, Texas. I mean, uh, obviously California and all the states are, are better in many many ways, but i think that presents the advantage of uh, may- maybe not r- maybe now i'd rather be somewhere in a in a, in a more crowded uh, crowded state but right now but 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 in it i'm talking about the future like the 40 50 year old me right i think maybe i would prefer somewhere more quieter somewhere mm. calmer somewhere less expensive right uh somewhere where i can where i can own a nice sizable house my garage with my car you know the old style yeah. quality of life yeah, yeah. and and have extra cash extra cash flow to just uh, go on trips which if you live in california like in san francisco the bay area which is where most of is located it's tougher yeah you know so i think that te- that, that is why uh it came to mind first hmm. it's some position at its software because of its properties and because of its location i think nice i think it's it's
0: I'm it thinking. Sound uh, that bad. I'm thinking Retro Studios, or mm. I'm thinking. You um, know,
1: Retro Studios. Is, uh, it, it also came to mind, but I imme- immediately just uh, just put it away. Bioware Austin, maybe because it's. Uh, I- I- um, I'm not sure about retro because of how, and I I don't know how restrictive that environment can be because of Nintendo's mm, right. policies. Right. Right. Right like i i i like i like to be in a position where i can have more uh freedom in terms of my public image in terms of the stuff i say on shows on interviews mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff like being more a public facing person and i'm sure as hell that if if i'd be a retro <laughs> be i couldn't easy. i yeah, couldn't yeah, do probably. that you know so so something like yeah so it's software uh somewhere in Mo- so bioware world montreal that could be that could be. No, Bioware, Austin, saying. rather Montreal is yeah. not. Texas definitely. No, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> but, uh, but but I know I'd rather be in if, if yeah. I was Bioware, I'd be in Canada. Oh okay. Um.
0: Or Edmonton, I really, li- I would really like to be in Bioware Edmonton. Edmonton. Yeah, that'd be nice as well. Uh. Yeah. And yeah. not not because of location, because I mean I know that Edmonton's work it's mm. generally you know very storytelling yeah. driven yeah. and all that, so it's it would mm. be cool. Huh? Yeah. Bioware, you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: Like yeah i know right <laughs> you can yeah. find me on <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there are a lot of studios that i w- that i would love to be part of a lot of them right. I, I can we can talk for an hour or something <laughs> like, you know, but those are like the, the first that came to mind i think so all right all right i like that fair uh, i mean talking just about studios not about publishers or yeah. comment
0: companies yeah, yeah. at all no. nice all right all right there you go there you go cool yeah. now you know so, um, yeah. games coming out this week. Uh-huh. Uh, there's really not wrong. really much. <laughs> yeah, there's not really much coming out this week. Uh, only a couple of, of things which are big. Uh, Valkyria Revolution is coming mm-hmm. to PS4 and PS Vita mm-hmm. and Xbox One on um, mm. today, actually. Okay. No, sorry. Yesterday. No, yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Um, uh crash bandicoot insane trilogy is coming out on the 30th which is a, a game that i'm really looking forward to because oh, i love it's coming
1: w- this week yeah yeah yeah. i thought it was coming like in oh no, that's no true. it's
0: two days from now yeah
1: because i was just listening to a podcast in the morning when i was driving i said like crash bandicoot is coming like in two or three weeks but then and and, 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 and you and that with yeah me, yeah, yeah but yeah. that podcast was recorded absolutely two weeks ago like a <laughs> week or two weeks ago so yeah my yeah.
0: bad my bad, and it's it's fairly soon. It's it's uh, again June thirtieth uh, coming to PS Four. Uh, if you haven't played any of the Crash Bandicoot games before, please do because they're amazing, amazing games. They're really, really mm-hmm. some of my favorite memories of of uh, playing on a PS One back mm-hmm. in the day.
1: I played that at ID Three, and it's 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 beautiful. Yeah,
0: it's absolutely. Beautiful. Uh, then uh, really, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's a, a PS Four <laughs> game called That's You on the fourth of uh, July and uh, that's it. Oh, Kirby blows out Kirby blowout blast. It's coming to three DS Kirby on what? Uh, uh, Kirby's blow out blast.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, coming to three DS on July 6th.
1: There's a lot of Kirby stuff going on recently. Yeah, I know. Right. I know.
0: That. Actually, let me, uh, uh, I'm afraid I, I'm actually going to stretch this one out two weeks. Cause I just remember that we're not going to be here next week for, mm-hmm. for, for this, uh, section. So you can also expect on July th- on July seventh, uh, on top of a Spider-Man Homecoming uh, premiere or uh, yeah premiere release date, Fable Fortune for Xbox One NP and, P- and uh, Windows Ten, mm-hmm. uh, which is the card you game I mean? uh, based on the Fable uh, franchise. franchise. Also, Final Fantasy Final Fantasy twelfth, The Zodiac Age for PS Four. In the day. Some interesting games. I mean, really, the, the only one that really, really stucks out for me. It's uh, Crash Bandicoot's insane trilogy. This,
1: these are good months, good weeks, and months for us to uh, keep up to keep up with the games that we must. That we, yeah, that's uh, right. Well, we cannot possibly keep up with it. Cause there's, uh, I mean, the list is just too big. But it's, it's a good chance for maybe make that list a bit shorter. A little shorter, absolutely. A couple games shorter. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do at, at least. Mm,
0: nah, I'm, I'm playing this one too, which is fairly recent games. Mm. Um, that list is still very, very old and long for me. Mm. Um, what are you playing right now, my friend?
1: Uh, hmm. I'm playing a Transistor cool the, the indie game from the bastion developers super yeah. giant games it, it's, it's 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 very unique nice i'm liking a lot the art style the music's beautiful the combat is very very interesting very unique i'm liking a lot uh i'm playing splatoon as well on nice. Wii U, playing some multiplayer with that i'm loving it it's 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 I'm st- um it's getting me more and more hyped for for splatoon 2 on the mm-hmm. switch and i've been playing raymond origins on co-op and okay. it's, it's 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 phenomenal nice. having a lot of fun with it it's it's lovely Okay, and that's uh, yeah, that's about it.
0: What about you? Good. I'm playing uh, I'm playing the sonner too, mm-hmm. uh, quite a lot. I'm really, really enjoying the game. It has some great stealth mechanics, and I'm I'm making a, a pacifist uh run. slash stealthy run, mm-hmm. so uh, which involves not not even getting noticed uh or getting like uh, seen at all in the game, which is very hard, and I'm, I have to restart. Uh, every ten minutes, but it's uh, it's a very challenging experience, and I'm really liking it. I nice. really love the game. It has a very very cool lore cool. too. Uh, I'm also playing um, uh, Black Ops Two uh, mm-hmm. uh, multiplayer mm-hmm. on uh, back compat. I'm really having such a blast with mm-hmm. it. It's it's so so fun, and uh, and you know with the Modern Warfare Remaster coming at forty bucks, it's gonna be my Call of Duty Thank game from mean? now until uh, World War, War two. two comes out. Yeah, or I see an incredible offer on on Modern Warfare uh, yeah. Remaster, yeah. and. Uh, I think I'm playing something else, but I really can't pinpoint one. Uh I don't remember that. that those two, those Good two time. are my main, my main games right now. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. Take us out of here. So, uh, well, that's a lot for listening to the show on YouTube or on, or on iTunes or to the last If you enjoyed your time with us, please like the video and subscribe to Gaming Frontier on YouTube. Uh, share it with your friends if you like this, and we appreciate all of your support. You can always reach us on Twitter at underscore gaming frontier and on Facebook as gaming frontier at facebook.com/slash gaming frontier entertainment. If you have any questions you'd like us to answer on the show, you can leave that in the comments section down below or send us an email to gaming frontier dot at gmail.com. As every week, we'd like to thank Tecnológico de Monterrey and Mr. Isaac estrella for making this possible and allowing us to use all of this cool expensive equipment to record this episode head over to our channel on youtube to watch more gaming content every week and as always thank you very much and remember always always keep playing guys
0: always keep playing see, see you guys, guys next later. week also real quick uh also click on the little bell for you guys to get the notification oh, every sure. time we upload absolutely yeah absolutely
1: Bye bye